Hi, and welcome to the fifth ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? Well, I guess this week is a woman, Leslie Engel. Here, Leslie spin a lurid tale of a night in a hotel room with Yes. Listen to her feelings concerning nails on a chalkboard as a lead instrument. Think about Leslie's motivational techniques at the gym utilizing Genesis. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Irons. Irons. Without them, you'd look like a complete asshole at funerals. Hi, welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we ask the question, do women really hate prog rock? Today I have with me... Leslie Engel. Uh, what do you do, Leslie? Well, right now I am... I guess you could say I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. For a large corporate entity, okay. media company in New York. Who shall remain nameless? Well, I'm working... I'm, it's... <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I write their blog. No longer nameless. Yes. But that's okay. Yeah. You're not doing covert operations for them. No, not at all. <laughs> Do you like that? It's fine, yeah. 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 I mean, I've only been there for two months, so. Okay. Yeah. There's room to hate. There's definitely There's room time. to hate, but well, everyone's <laughs> probably going to lose their jobs there anyway, so. Oh, no. So it's fine. It's good. It's actually good in that regard. Because there's it's it's a finite. Well, there's kind of like an exit. Right. Like, you know that there's, it's not forever. Not, no matter not, how shitty is. it gets. Yeah. And right kn- now it's not shitty, so. Right. And there's that's not enough time to get into like uh, office politics and you know exactly like that takes years yeah before everybody knows who's sleeping with everybody in the bathroom oh, and all that Ugh. stuff yeah uh, how old are you thirty nine and where are you from grew up in upstate New York born in Albany mm-hmm. grew up in a small town called Niskayuna whoa never heard of it <laughs> yeah it's right next to beautiful Schenectady New York uh huh mm hmm okay. suburbia. Yeah. What kind of music did you listen to in, like, uh, high school, college years? Like, what was your... <sighs> I was really into the classic rock uh-huh. for most of that. Okay. But I also dabbled in uh, hip-hop and some electronic music. Okay. Yeah. Like, what, what kind of classic rock? What are you calling classic rock? What bands? Like Led Zeppelin, okay. The Beatles, Rolling Stones, uh-huh. Pink Floyd. The big ones. Ca- the huge ones. Right, right. Exactly. Right, right. Yep. Which, you know, uh, led to these kind of bands. Oh, yes. They were born out of, like, psychedelic, hard rock, folk music. They just added elements of classical and jazz. Uh, you know, hence the, the long songs. Mm-hmm. More like a classical piece would be an entire side of an album. These guys said, well, why can't we do that with rock? <laughs> and then eventually the people said, well, because we're bored. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what do you listen to now? Oh, I have a very eclectic, I would say, music habit. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still listen to Led Zeppelin fairly often. People usually go yeah. back to what they yes. gravitated to during, you know, high school, college, yeah. which is why I asked that question. Yeah, lots of grungy stuff, uh-huh. you know. The Seattle scene. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that I really loved Alice in Chains. Why would you be ashamed? <laughs> I don't know. Because every time I put Rooster on, it clears the room. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's the excessive use of R's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a West Coast thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. totally. Totally. Pearl yeah. Jam. Yes. And, uh, Nirvana. Yeah. Soundgarden. Nirvana, not so much. He didn't do that that affectation yeah. that got developed out there. I'm not sure what that's about, but... Yeah, that's the first thing they teach you when you, you go for vocal lessons. Drop your R's. You know? <laughs> 
So you, you, you kind of know what prog rock is. You know what you're in for here. Yes, somewhat, uh, yes. Uh, I was exposed to it, you know, in high school. That's what she said. From <laughs> who, who exposed you to it? Um, you make it sound like a flasher in the park. <laughs> it kind of was. Hey, you want to listen to some prog rock, little girl? <laughs> it felt that way. Um, it was usually the older brother mm. of a friend. Right. Right. Yep, I have one friend in mind who she actually liked Rush, and it was because of her older brother. Uh, I, I've, uh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of that yeah. kind of dynamic. And here. Van Halen. Yeah, well, Van Halen's <laughs> just awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, I was just going to ask you something. See, this is why I shouldn't smoke pot before I do this. Going to get like, wait, what? Huh? Doesn't matter. Uh, so first song we're going to listen to is um, King Crimson in the Court of the Crimson King is the album, mm-hmm. and the song is 21st Century Schizoid Man. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. I see this is the escape hatch right that's, here. That's the panic button. Okay. It's just when you think it's over. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they really have a lot of opportunities to jump off here. <laughs> totally. And they're just like, no, we're not done yet. We're going we're gonna to make it sneakier. We need a drum solo. Does anyone need a drum solo ever again? <laughs> Sorry, Al and Joe and every drummer I've played with. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I'm 69, man. They're breaking all the rules. <laughs> wow. Thoughts? Hmm. I need to collect them after that. I mean, it's that's an intense song. It's it's a lot. Yeah, it's so a lot to take in. What year did this come out? 1969. I mean, for its time, definitely unusual. You know what's really funny to me about this song, actually, is just the name of it. Uh-huh. Seems like something, like right now, that sounds like a ridiculous like, thing to say. I don't know. It seems right. like in 1969, that was probably like a very edgy... Prophetic. Yes. Even. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But I mean, even these words, you know, they're not these lyrics. There's vague references to Vietnam, but there's really nothing to latch on to there. It's sort of poetic and open for interpretation. Like, you don't really... Right. Like, what are they talking about? Right. Mm. Well, that's really not the the focus of this, no. <laughs> is it? No. There was, not a, there was mostly a lot of uh, noodling. Yes. In this song. Horn not sections. Of, yeah. 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 But, it, it, you know, you can get into the groove. I can. It's like hypnotic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait, are you going to Spotify this after you leave today? You know, I, maybe. Maybe. I could, I could, you know, check out the rest of this album. Well, that's another thing uh, I like to bring up, is I'm taking these things out of context. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next song, that song is very tense. Mm-hmm. A lot of tension. Very propulsive, yes. And the next song is very open mm-hmm. and spacious and, like, nice flutes. And they're singing really nice British accents. And it, it, there's release. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that... that tension and release uh, device uh, really lends itself to the whole album as a production. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed mm-hmm. to listen to all of it. Right. L- listening to this alone, 
is a little psychologically reckless. Because <laughs> you, <laughs> you're just left unresolved, like... Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, you know, if... Uh, if you want to, when we're all done with these five songs, we can, I can give you some context for that. But uh, if you know, we we could certainly listen to prog rock for hours, and I, we just don't. Have and to. only hear four songs. Well, we're hearing five today, and it's still thirty-eight minutes of worth of music. Okay, so. So you didn't hate that. You didn't time out. You know what? I definitely didn't hate it. I did, you know, it's like watching a movie that's 20 minutes too long. You get to that point where you feel satisfied with it, and then it just has to keep going into these little spurts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) They, like, want to tell just, like, this other side conversation story. But wait, before we're done, I just want to tell you one more thing, that we have this awesome horn section. (laughs) And we want to utilize it to its fullest potential. Right, 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 right. Yes, I mean these these songs are very uh, they're they're adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not offensive. So interesting, yeah, interesting. Yeah, because you yeah you sat pretty calmly through that. It's like a stoner jam without making a lot of jokes or no, jibes at the no, musicians. No, I was into uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Next, we're gonna go to Genesis mm. with Peter Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Completely different animal than. Invisible Touch, Land of Confusion, Phil Collins, Genesis. <laughs> but, they, you know, they parlayed into a that successful right pop group. Flaccid rock. This is what these uh, art students look like. Uh, look at Phil with all that hair. I know. Wow. I, I For some reason, this picture, he, he looks like a, a, a heavy Kurt Cobain to me. He does. Doesn't he? That's very creepy. It is creepy. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so the song I chose for this record is called Return of the Giant Hogweeds. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's, let's see what this one's All about. All right. Ooh. <laughs> that right there. What's going on? You okay? Yeah. You need time out? Never. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure I can take this seriously. You, you, the power is all yours. The I'm, mighty bell. I'm gonna sit of panic. I, I want to know. I, I need to like see it through. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to. No. <laughs> not at all. But if you feel that way, I think I need to make a full assessment. Okay. Okay. Unless it's 20 minutes long. Uh, no, none of these songs are 20 minutes long. Um, I'm thinking of like Elizabethan England or something, uh-huh, and uh-huh. someone like in knickers by a, like a river picking flowers. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they're playing croquet here. Yeah, that reminds me of like Alice in Wonderland or something. But right. what I'm hearing is it's a little like, darker. The, yeah. the croquet balls are severed heads. Oh, so but, they are. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. To not notice that. But yes, it seems very like like storybookish or something. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to the the first track, which was I mean, more like dark, I'm like velvet drapery or something. <laughs> <laughs> Marquis de Sade. Yeah, with some like really absurd lyrics. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I might I might pull the trigger here. <laughs> 
So you just, you, you weren't feeling it. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying. It was terrifying. I mean, from the very first notes, it, I knew it was like being a, a cat being rubbed the wrong way. Uh huh. No, okay. Just like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I see that. it feels very uncomfortable. Oh, it instantly yes. made you uncomfortable. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. It was a combination of that intro and the throwing everything at you immediately, and then the the vocal delivery. Uh huh. Are you not a fan of Mr. Gabriel? You know, I never, you know, his later stuff when I was a kid, he had some very big hits in the 80s. Yeah, like So was a fantastic record. Sledgehammer and all that. Yeah, I was kind of indifferent to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, his voice on this sounds like way more abrasive. Yes. It's like multi-tracked or something. It just sounds like there's like 10 of him. I don't know that he was doing unison vocals on this one. Uh, I, I don't hear that, but I, I, it's possible. But he's certainly being more uh, aggressive and yeah. growly. You yeah. Know? Dun, 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 you know, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Not as soft as some no. of his later stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, he was still in his angry young man phase, you know? Yeah. Maybe he and Billy Joel should have done a record. Oh, that would have been interesting. Terrible. Yeah. That's what that, that would have been. That will absolutely guaranteed it would be terrible. Uh, so you're this is a you're not dialing this up on absolutely the not and you know i remember people again you're putting this on at the treadmill and the, <laughs> the gym. god that could be motivating in a very sick way you know <laughs> yeah, right like a, i hate myself i'll just get I'm through fat. this song <laughs> yeah, right. i'm gonna crank it up to like 10 miles per hour <laughs> well, and we'll see what happens <laughs> That's just kind of yeah. visual. Someone flying into the wall. I would definitely fly into the wall if I yeah. tried that. Okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, no. No takers on Genesis. Okay. No. Very good, Afraid then. not. Next, we have Yes. Uh, Fragile, 1972. Mm. And we're going to listen to the song Roundabout. You probably know this one. I do know it. Yeah. Very familiar. And once again, um, the band did not provide us with... Uh, an indication of what they look like, but I have, and I this it's interesting to note the wardrobe here of the wardrobe. <laughs> like Liberace. The wardrobe choice of Mr. Rick uh, Rick Wakeman. Mm, yeah, this sequence and look the wicker chair on the lawn. Like that's just how he hangs out and has tea. You know, and he's so white. Mm, yes. He's almost gray. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Rush in a hotel. I'm sorry, not Rush. I'm already on to Rush. We, I saw Yes in a hotel in Binghamton, New York. Did you? In the 90s. Like you saw I them perform or no, like walking down the hall? They were staying there. Oh. And they were having breakfast at uh-huh. the table next to us. That's right. We haven't heard Yes yet. Um, 1972, Fragile. The song is Roundabout, which you're familiar with. Yes, I am. Okay. So let's, uh, let's get into that. About these lyrics, they doing anything you know, for you? I think I made up the lyrics to this song. <laughs> you just whatever sounded good to you, right? Because if you didn't have the LP, I actually have no idea what they're saying. I have like what I think they're saying in my head. Something about I don't even know. I'd like to hear your lyrics, actually. Oh God. Oh, yeah. This is where the shit gets real. Yeah, it's getting dark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Do you relate to the lyrics first or to the music mm-hmm. first? Mm-hmm. Which one? Like for you personally. You know, it's a very, it's hard for me to say, but the lyrics definitely, if they suck and the rest of it sounds good, it's a huge turn off for me. Uh-huh. You like the whole package. I'm like, you, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that it's aspect. Me, it's hard for me to get past shitty lyrics or absurd, like, this makes no sense. <laughs> you like I a can't susp- suspend disbelief for three minutes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of that one? I like that song a lot. You, you, yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. There's like a very, there's like a sense of completion. You like go on a journey through that song. There's like the different sections. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of these, I would say that. Yes. About, well, they are. Yes. But if, this if they, one. If they didn't change over the course of eight minutes, you'd be really bored right now. But this one's more satisfying. Uh-huh. How so? Well, it starts with that like nice little guitar mm-hmm. in the beginning and that I mean it comes back to that at the end which yes. feels like very final like mm-hmm. closing the storybook the end right yeah. storybook that's yes. an interesting word exactly and that's that's what this song reminds me of and yeah interesting so like like we're uh we're, we're taking a little journey through a child's childhood book maybe yeah like a fairy tale mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay for sure I can see that yeah yes. a lot of the the sort of Celtic folky yes. aspects There's... of these bands lends to fairy yes. tales yes yes yeah. Totally, totally. So castles and yeah, maidens. Rainbow, rainbows yes, and unicorns. Yes. And, yeah, mm-hmm. narwhals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. very mystical, mysterious. Which then parlayed, that imagery parlayed into heavy metal too. You know, yes. with ba- bands like Dio oh God, and yeah. Rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who Dio was in yes. also. Yeah, they were singing a lot about dragons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, Led Zeppelin, and they were singing about true. the land of Mordor and right. all of that Valhalla, kind of yes, Norse fantasy mythology. genre. Sure. Yeah, so that definitely spills into this for me. Yeah. Which is, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like it, I guess. So you, you would, you would, if you're sitting home alone and you were so inclined or it came on your iPod, you wouldn't go, hmm. No, I'd be like, wow, I remember listening to this song when I was 12 and liking it. Right. And I'm glad I'm hearing it again. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. <laughs> so this is not yeah. all abysmal. No. Excellent. No, I can get Excellent. behind, I can get behind Roundabout. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it, and this record in general is probably their, uh, arguably one of their best. I mean, this one was pretty solid and had some, I think there were a couple of other hits on this, like Long Distance Runaround and, all right, so the boys and yes... Leslie says okay. Yeah, I All might right. go home and listen to the rest of the album. Okay, I'm yep. curious. Or we can put on some cuts later. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. You're... Okay, so here we go. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Oh. Brain salad surgery. 1973. Carnival Nine. First impression, part one. Hmm. I've definitely heard this. You never forget this part once you hear it once. No. It really makes me wonder about the minds behind the music. Uh huh. Like you're concerned for them? Do they really think it sounds that awesome? 
Like that they just need to keep going with it. I mean And this millions of these yeah, repressed. I, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think out of all these bands, these guys might have taken themselves the most seriously. It's just inspiring any imagery. It's confusing me with their uh, packaging. I'm not getting. You're not the first person to say that. Yeah. That this it does image not match. aesthetic yes. does not match no. what we're hearing. Absolutely not. And I have to agree with this you. This is like skulls and shit. I'm thinking something way more dark and like right, brooding. Like, yeah, it's sort of death metal. Yes. You know. Yes. This next one's called "Yeah, Fuck You and You're a Dick." <laughs> <laughs> So what do we think? I've heard that song before. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, like, self-indulgent. I don't know. It seems just like... They just... want to hear themselves more. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so uh, you're getting a feeling of uh, narcissism from I guess, them. yes. Yeah, you think they, they're really into themselves. Yes. 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 I mean, these pictures. Well, first of all, that that could be, that could have biased me a little bit. I mean, oh, maybe I shouldn't bust those. I don't know. I think it's part of the whole package. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, <laughs> it literally is. Yes, and it sends a message. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, there are elements of that song that I enjoy. I mean, it's mostly when there's some lyrics involved, because the rest of it is like a lot of noodling and right. And you're not a sound that reminds me of macaroni. <laughs> And not just because it's called noodling. Right. It's just, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Just better off as a carbohydrate, <laughs> not something I'm listening to. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather eat it than listen to it. Okay. Yeah. I don't eat that record. It's <laughs> probably going to poison you. Um, so that's that's not going to make it into the shuffle on the iPod, I'm guessing. You know, I, <clears throat> I would honestly... Uh, want to hear some of the other songs on there or maybe some of their other work well i am intrigued because there are enough elements of it that i did not find obnoxious to want to like see if they flesh that out mm -hmm. in some of their other work a little more well you know you probably know the song lucky man oh yes oh what a lucky man of course he was yeah that's I one of greg legs and i they, like that song and they also did from the beginning Again, it's a Greg Lake ballad. Mm -hmm. It's there; those songs are more accessible, and mm -hmm. they're, those are the songs that got more airplay and put them on the map. And I think chicks showed up to these shows. They, they were, were like, lured in. "Oh man, I want to bone Greg Lake," you know, because he's so <laughs> sensitive with his acoustic guitar. Um, so we're going to Rush Moving Pictures album, Oof. and uh, like I said, this is when they started, you know, paring down the songs to more of a pop format. Mm. So, and this is kind of where, it's one of the last albums where you could mm, still kind of consider it prog rock, but it's getting more into pop. Uh, so we're going to hear Tom Sawyer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that song? Unfortunately, I do. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Mm. I'm sensing that Leslie's not a fan of Rush. You're right. All right, this isn't I'm going to give one. it another shot, though. Okay. We're here, right? We're here, and I have a bell in oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the spaceship is landing. <laughs> His voice. His voice. Is like nails on a chalkboard. All right, people have said, uh, 
It's like Mariah Carey hitting those high notes. <laughs> you know, when she does that and it's like yeah. glass will shatter for five miles around. So you're not feeling the boys from Canada, huh? No, I mean, that song. Ugh. <laughs> that song traumatized me from the moment I heard it. I don't even know what year it was or where I was, but I knew the moment that I heard Getty Lee, I'm sorry if you're a nice person, but the voice. <laughs> I think he would find this entertaining. He actually. probably would. The these, voice. These guys are pretty good spirited. He probably recognizes that his voice is not for everyone. They touch on that yeah. in the documentary. Uh, like, you know, a screeching cat being thrown against the yeah. wall were some analogies, and I, I can't remember what you said. Um, Nails on a chalkboard. Nails on a chalkboard. I think that's been used before. Oh, yeah, Mariah, like a Mariah Carey situation yeah, where it's like. Glass will shatter. Yeah, yeah. A lot of screeching. Yeah. It sounds very strained, too. It's like his voice does not belong there. It's almost like... <laughs> Is that yeah. a place? Yes, it's With like... the music. No, no, I think it matches the music. It okay. just sounds like he's straining to make it sound that bad. <laughs> he's like, he's working at yes. it. Yes. It sounds like it's a lot of work to produce something that sounds so bad. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you know, I, I get the, uh, I've seen them live. Does he look like, does it look like a vein is going to, like, pop out of his neck? No. Okay. No. There's, uh, you know, there's there's footage from the 70s, and he's hitting those notes. He's just got a really high voice. He's not so much anymore. Yeah. When I went to saw when I went to see them at uh, MSG, they had lowered the keys of the songs so that he could reach certain, and then there were certain parts where he used to shriek. Yeah. And he... He just steps away from the mic and looking at the audience like, I'm not even going to try. Yeah, <laughs> at least he's, you know, like recognized that. Cygnus X1, he does this screeching thing about, you know, still spinning, whirling, still descending, like a spiral sea unending. And he hits this stuff that's like, oh I my God. I think I've heard that song. It, it sounds probably. familiar. It's on Farewell to Kings. Do you know that one? Yeah. And if someone's brother probably right. forced me to listen to it. Right, so. right. Stone. <laughs> yeah. Uncloves. Uncloves cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, frets. <laughs> oh, man, you remember those? They were so terrible. They're so yeah. bad for you, too. Is it true do they make your lungs bleed? <laughs> oh, I'm sure if you smoke too much of them. No, they're really bad. Like, uh, way worse than tobacco. Mm. They're super bad. I never got into that. Uh, I preferred to put them, you know, in soup stock. Yeah, and, that's where they belong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In food. Yeah, not smoking. Sweet baked things. So... No to rush. No to rush. Big no. Uh -huh. uh -huh. You know, they're, they're divisive even among men. Yes. People in general. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly the voice is, is what I hear the biggest complaints about. Because they're great musicians. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. The comeback to that is always, but they're amazing musicians. They are. They are. They're, they've, you know, like fish. They have PhDs or something in their guitars. Well, I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Getty had some ballads that were really sweet and nice, you know, that you may, um, you may not feel that way about, but, He you tones know, down the vocal sort of Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing a, you know, sort of pillow talk oh, tone, you know. That makes me feel maybe more uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, no. Now that I see him in you're front little, of me and he reminds me of Anthony Weiner. You got a little creeped out there. Uh, yeah, yeah I You did. were like, oh, I don't want him to think about Getty in bed. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he seems kind of asexual. He's very androgynous. Yeah. He's a pretty man. Yeah. He's a pretty man. Yeah. He's windswept in that photo. Oh, In his yeah. blouse. Well, that's just like the, yeah, that's the absurdity. <laughs> 
of, of some of the, you know, some of the wardrobe. And they even talk like they were, this is 72. Oh, that's standard. White suit with disco suit. And you know. the long hair. And, and this is probably closer to this album. Like the eight, early 80s. Uh, late 70s, early 80s, okay. yeah. Um, but there was a time, like when they did 2112, where they just completely ignored the advice of the, of the record company and said, well, we're going to do another concept album, fuck it. And it, it blew up and it made, gave them cult status. But the photo for that, I mean, they were like, they had been touring across Asia and they said, yeah, let's get some silk kimonos. Oh and, my God. And they're like rocking all that with their beautiful androgynous long hair. I mean, that was big, the whole gender bender thing. Oh yeah, so. and yeah, kimonos were huge, the kind of, yeah. yeah. But it didn't really work for them. You know, the New York Dolls could pull it off. Jimmy Page has that awesome outfit that he wears. Yeah. His song remains the same. His nudie suit. I don't know (laughs) if it was a nudie suit, but it was that style. Yeah. Where it had like dragons up the bell bottom side and the matching jacket. He had one in black and I think one in white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you're you're a Page fan. Oh, yeah. You like Jimmy? I do. Okay. I won't ruin that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, uh, a lot of guitar players, you know, just sort of. uh, Hate him. No, we lo- I love Jimmy Page. I think he's a fantastic player, and he's a great arranger, and he's a great composer. But, you know, when he did his improv, um, you know, especially live, if you listen to some of the bootlegs, oh, it's, it's, it's what you would call, like, undiscernible garbage. It's just... <laughs> Does he have the violin bow out? Well, no, that was early on. That <laughs> yeah. was, like, Zeppelin Two and Zeppelin One. Like, yeah. that's, that's actually cool, because he was doing stuff that was different. You know, I'm just talking about, like, Heartbreaker, you know, for instance. Oh, yeah. Like... It's, there's not a lot of he's not nailing a lot of those notes there's mm. a lot of slop mm. in there mm. that was been the heroin years yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah once he got into smack especially mm. the bootlegs live it was just like dude just go go take a nap uh. like come on but it's, you know he'd, he'd just play all this slop and then end on the one or the five and it was like oh he's totally redeemed himself it's fine <laughs> whatever so Leslie yes do you like prog rock you know, I can't dismiss the whole genre. Okay. Yeah. I would say that I don't hate it. Okay. I certainly do not love it, but there are elements of it that I can get into. Some of these songs, it seems like you would revisit. You yeah. like that Yes song. I would definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for playing. Yeah. This was fun. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got an I Don't Hate It from Leslie on the subject of Prague. I'd like to thank my guest, Leslie Engel. Without her, I would have gone on an online date that ended in an awkward morning filled with shame. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, if a podcast is playing in the woods and no one's around to hear it, it sucks. 